All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday episode of Locked on NHL. If it's Thursday, it is power rankings, so we will get to them. Doing it a little bit, a little bit of twists. Been doing it by division. Going to do it by conference now for this week. So we'll talk about that. And Mitch Marner just continues to have his uh, point streak continuing. Now it's at 21 games. Adam and I will take a look at the schedule. When could it potentially end? So we'll talk about all that and wherever else we go. Strap in for another episode of Locked On NHL. Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome aboard to the Thursday episode of Locked On NHL from Locked On Avalanche. I am Chris Maselli from Locked On Tampa Bay Lightning. He is Mr. Mixtape Adam Denker. And uh, if it's Thursday, we're doing a power ranking, so we will get to those in a little bit. And like I said in the opening, we've been doing it by division for the past like two or three weeks, maybe three weeks. Um, And then I guess we decided to go by conference. So we'll have... Just basically do power rankings, I guess, today. Not an overall one. We haven't done that in a little while. We'll just do an East and a West. But first, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Obviously, that is always appreciated. You can follow us on our social media outlets and definitely follow follow this YouTube channel, Lockdown NHL uh, on YouTube. Subscribe to that. And you can see these wonderful faces. Uh, well, I'm in HD. Denker's, uh, I think, going the 8-bit route today. It got a little bit better. I don't know, man. That that uh, Wi-Fi you got down there, they got to step up the game. Yeah, okay. I have to. I have to wrap the actual router in tin foil for it Didn't to function see. at all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because I was talking when I was recording Locked On Avalanche with Kyle. I don't know. I can't remember the conversation we were having now, but what, something got brought up. Of uh, remember you used to get the free AOL CD in the mail. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you're still going off, man. <laughs> Or net net zero. I think net zero. Yeah, that, is zero. yeah, that's that's why it takes me so long to jump on the call when we record because I have to wait for I have to wait for my neighbor to get off the phone. You got- so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, where are we going to start today? We're going to start with Mitch Marner, who continues to have his uh, his point streak extended um, because we're recording this late on Thursday instead of Wednesday. Um, we know that he's extended it to 21 games. They they won. What was the final on that one? Uh, five, it, five nothing, four nothing. I think it was. I don't it was know, uh, five nothing against five the nothing Kings. Against the Kings, yes. So he's now up to 21 games, and um, which is which is crazy. It's you know that that's a fantastic streak. Another way to look at it, and I was just looking this up, you know, preparing for this. Another way to look at it, he's only gone one game this year without a point. <laughs> That's another f- way to frame it, which is just as ridiculous. So yeah, he, yeah. he's on he's on a roll. Yeah, it's insane, man. Like we we always talk about I, I feel like and we I think we could both say we've been guilty of this is that we, it's so easy to make fun of the Leafs about like the lack of success that they've had as a team. And I feel like <laughs> somehow sometimes actually that the individual play like last year obviously what what Austin Matthews did uh, 60 goals i mean that was insane and and i feel like though it wasn't kind of like as earth shattering maybe because everybody was just waiting for the monumental collapse in the playoffs mm-hmm. and 
I kind of feel like this as well. I mean, he, Chris, think about it. The the Leafs have been around f- since forever, since the inception of the NHL, and he broke the franchise record for That's most crazy. points in consecutive <laughs> games. And I just feel like it's just like, yeah, you know, whatever. You I think feel people like, are are impressed with it. I feel like people are impressed, but I also feel like it's just the 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 just the fan slash whatever media culture that we have as hockey fans. It's just like, yeah, like even like you know, not to branch off onto other players, but like you know, Connor McDavid, you know, he, he's doing Connor McDavid things on a nightly basis, and we're just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, when you brought up that mm-hmm. he scored he scored another point tonight, and I kind of s- stopped following it after like seventeen. I think it was at seventeen or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, it's impressive. It, it's really impressive yes. what he has done this year. <laughs> I mean, he, he, and I'm not saying this just because I cover the lightning, but he plays in my opinion, the best, one of the, the best division in the national hockey league. And he has a ton of players around him that can do the job on any given night. So the fact that he is constantly concert constantly having contributions on a nightly basis to where it's this consistent. And like you said, one game without a point, that's insane. Like that, that's playing NHL, the video game on easy. Mm. Uh, So, (laughs) right. And I think what you said about it being with Toronto and yeah, we can take jabs at Toronto and stuff like that. They, They are the biggest hockey market. If you want to throw New York in there, okay, they're constantly fighting with them. Okay, but just, you know, for the sake of the argument, it is, it is the biggest hockey market in the sport, uh, one of the biggest markets in all of sports. They have a history, sure, like you said, we take shots at them, but they have they have a, a massive history. If yeah. this was done on – and I hate using them all the time because they're just like the bottom-feeding team, and whenever we kind of compare top and bottom, we always go to the Coyotes. You know what I mean? And if it was if it was on the Coyotes – it would still be impressive. I mean, th- this is crazy to, to go that many games in a row with a point. And the added bonus of it being on a classic team like the Maple Leafs, and like you said, yeah. nobody in the history of that franchise has ever done this, and we are lucky enough to be alive to witness it. I, I, I think if you're in the right circles, people are very impressed by this. If you're in the wrong circles, they're just like, eh. They're poo-pooing it, and they should not be. This is a this is a solid street. But I think, and how you're saying you went off on like the the Connor McDavid thing. I think people are so kind of fixed on Alex Ovechkin yeah. being so close to Gretzky, and that that's what I'm paying attention to. Like he's going to pass Gretzky in something. Okay, Marner, you're you're second fiddle to that. Maybe that's true, but that doesn't really minimize what Marner's doing in the here and the now. No, absolutely not, Chris. But I want to ask you, since yeah, I mean, you, I was thinking that too. Could it be the whole Ovechkin? I mean, he's ninety nine away, and that we could save that conversation for another episode. But hmm. at what point, what number does Marner get to to where everyone stops and says, "Oh, like this is serious"? Do we do we do we <laughs> stop? Do we get to like thirty, twenty five, even? 35. I mean, by I don't know. Like, if he, if you're not kind of impressed by this now, the fact that it's not only at 21, but a franchise record and a franchise record for the Maple Leafs, what what number is the guy got to get to for you to be impressed? 
I don't know yeah. what that number is. So to put it into perspective, so surprise, surprise, Wayne Gretzky has the longest point streak record. Uh, right. I know. I was shocked too. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so right now, like we said, yes, he is. Which up, is what? It's 51. <laughs> So he's at there. <laughs> so he's at 21, and that ties mm-hmm. him with Dave Taylor, Adam Oates, and Bobby Hall. So you're already in some pretty great, pretty yeah, great, you know, company. And then you got a couple of guys with Yeiserman. You may have heard of this next guy, Danny Heatley, and Bronco mm-hmm. Horvath. So you know you have some great names in front of you. <clears throat> I th- I think you know what I think 25. I, I think we kind of have to take a break from the Ovechkin, you know, chasing Gretzky record and say, wow, like Mitch, Mitch Marner is doing like do crazy is, things. Yeah. And, and I think like maybe, you know, we talk like we talk about certain players being the best in the league. Does this catapult Marner into that maybe top three category right now? Obviously with your boy McKinnon out and, you know, um, I don't know if it puts him there. Um, because as, as far as points goes, well, I'm talking um, in this moment, you know, how we do the rankings week to week. I'm talking yeah. about from a week oh. to week basis. I mean, yeah, dude, <laughs> for this week, <laughs> he, he's dangerous. He, every time he goes out on the ice, he can, he can get points on the board for his team. So yeah, that that's a, for, for right now, like you say, if you wanted to do like three stars of the week, he's constantly there. I would have to constantly put him there. So, but but the, the question is, so when does this end? Um, we're talking about how high it can go. Looking at their schedule, uh, we'll go through the end of the month. Um, let's see. They're home against the Flames and Ducks. Then they are on the road against the Rangers and Capitals. Then they're at home against the Lightning and Flyers. Then they're at the on the road against the Blues, Coyotes, and Avalanche. So they're playing both of our teams. Um, they end the month against the Avalanche on uh, New Year's Eve. Anywhere in there where you think the defense is good and can kind of shut him down? Um, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean, I, I think if anyone's going to be able to stop him, it might be your boys on New Year's Eve. I, I just potentially. Uh, I, I think you guys, out of all the teams that you just listed right now, are there even my guys? I mean, he Marner kills the Lightning, so I already know he's going to score a point that night. Uh, but that is a that is an easy schedule, man. With the exception of the Lightning, you know the Avalanche typically, but they are so decimated right now. I don't know what they're going to look like on on New Year's Eve. Yeah, the Flames are not playing well. The Ducks are horrible. The Rangers are up and down. The Capitals are not that good. The Flyers yeah. are terrible. The Blues are up and down. The Coyotes are terrible. That's an well, easy schedule. He could score in every single game for the rest of the month. I could and, and going into 2023, if you want to carry it that far, I mean the only team that the only two teams that pop up for me in 2023 that have a chance are Seattle and Boston. And they don't play gross. Boston. They don't play Boston until the second week of January. So if he's <laughs> they we're, we're we're possibly talking about him going into January 14th, <laughs> still with this point streak, uh still going on. So let's see. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So the Bruins are 16 games away. So he'd be at 37 if he gets it. So he's not, he's still not close to Gretzky if he goes all the way to mid January. 
that just great so it shows how crazy the Gretzky streak is. And uh, I mean, could he potentially get that far? I don't know. That's a lot to ask. Guys uh, have you know up and down games. Yeah. I don't think he can go that far. I think it ends sometime this month, but yeah. maybe not. With I think the only you know the, the two toughest games would be the Lightning and usually the Avalanche. But like I said, I don't know who's going to be back by then. They should have some guys. McKinnon is not going to be back by then. Landeskog is not going to be back by then. Uh, Manson is not going to be back, and he's on the defense. So who could potentially stop him? Dryden Hunt. That's who. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm putting all my eggs into the Dryden Hunt basket for the Colorado <laughs> Avalanche for the season. <laughs> but on a serious note, Chris, though, I mean, if if we're going to dream this into 2023, you know, mm-hmm. if he does get by Boston, I mean, but after after they play the Bruins on the 14th, he has somewhat of a, of a tough schedule there. He's got the, the Panthers and then two days later, the Jets, who one of the biggest surprises in the NHL Great right now. Great defensive team. And, then he, and if he get if he manages to get past the Winnipeg, guess what? He's got the Islanders that coming Monday, yeah. who is also another good defensive team. Right. So okay. Either way, it's impressive, and whenever it ends, it's it's not for me. It's not going to take away from what what if it ends their next game against who I say the Flames, which could happen. Um, doesn't take away from how impressive it is. So. Uh, all right, let's hear from Bet Online, and then uh, we'll get to our power rankings for this week. But we got BetOnline.net. It is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. And I'm assuming the World Cup's still going on. Yes, it is. Okay, thank you for informing <laughs> me of that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Is, is it in the final yet or no? No, we just started the knockout phase. So oh, we, got, we, we got we we just started it. We as a world. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Uh if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more. That is betonline.net and it's where the game starts. All right, so uh, let's get to our power rankings for the day. We're going to bring it up on YouTube. There we go. Um, And like I said, it's a a little bit of a different uh, layout for this week. We have the East Conference and the Western Conference and uh, just dividing it up that way. So if you're looking on YouTube, you got it up there for you. If you're uh, listening in your car or at home, Kind of go through some of these teams. And for number one for uh, each conference, Boston is number one. And the Vegas Golden Knights are number one in the West. Uh, For number two, you have the Devils. Number two in the West right now, the Dallas Stars. Is that a little surprise for you? I mean, yeah, they're still up there and they're they're playing well. But I, I wouldn't put them as the number two team in the conference right now. I, I wouldn't either, Chris, but I also am not going to make a big deal about them being number two. I just, I, I, I mean, yeah, Winnipeg is having a good year. So is Seattle. I, but at the I same time. I like Winnipeg. I, I They are yeah. a, a complete team, if you ask me. I, I I mean, I just, I just, I don't know. I, I think that really... It goes back to last year. I think Dallas won a lot of people over in the playoffs. 
the way they played. And, and, you know, you have Robertson having the season he's having. and He's fantastic. Odinger is just such a likable player. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, he, you know, I was talking to someone about it the other night. It's like, you know, if I go up against Jake Odinger and he shuts my team out, it's like, wow, like, you know, I'm not so mad that Jake Odinger, how, you know, what he just shut us out for like 40 it's like, saves. It's like, but yeah, like, come on. Like, how who's that guy? Bother? I mean, I don't know who the name of the guy is. I don't but when uh, like Team USA was playing in the Olympics, and I think it was like Kobe Bryant dunked dunked on a guy, and then he yeah, like, and he was so impressed. <laughs> he was yeah. so happy he got dunked on. Is I, that like if you get shut out by Jake Ottinger, it's like a it's like a rite of passage. Yeah, it's just it's just like one of those things where like it's gonna happen, and you just gotta have to enjoy the moment. I mean, mm. and that's but like I think yeah, like Dallas is such a likable team, and I think that's why they're ranked so high. Even though you know, if they're you look at the stand, team, I, I mean, you're 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 being a little biased now, Chris. Let's be honest, because I we yeah. could have the same conversation about a couple of teams in the Eastern Conference, but we could. Uh, I, I like I like Dallas. I really do like them a lot. I think they're the team that, if you look at what their roster consists of, I think that over time you you will start to kind of get into you'll you'll put a little bit more respect on their name of them being on too. Just like I came around to the Devils being so high up in the Eastern yeah. Conference. Well, I, I always <clears throat> I get a kick out of because uh, I see a lot of De- uh, excuse me uh, Dallas Star stuff. On social media, because you know, obviously, you follow the Avalanche and the division. I see a lot of the teams within that division posting stuff to social media, and I know the the people who handle the social media side of the Dallas Stars have nothing to do with uh, contracts and free agents and signing players. But I just get a kick out of every time I see them post about Robertson. In my head, I'm like, you didn't want to sign that guy. <laughs> So they just wax poetic about him. He's the greatest thing in the world right now. And I'm like, yeah, three months ago, he was almost out the door because you didn't want to give him any money. And now you absolutely love him and you should have back then. And they yeah. got a deal with him. What was it, like 7.5, I think? Yeah, man. In front of me. That is a steal right now. And I think he just – I think he wanted more and he's deserving of more. But I think he just got to the point where it was just coming up so close to the season. He was like, I got to sign. Seven and a half is a good chunk of change. Uh, and then I'm going to make you guys really owe me when this contract's over. But I just, I, I don't know. It's just a fun thing that I, I watch Dallas do pretty much daily. Just talk about how amazing he is. And he is. But you didn't want to pay him a few months ago. I find that funny. So. Uh- I mean, all this does is drive up his price. You know, if you want, if they sign him to a very long, long term contract, you know, that's one thing. You're, we're talking, we're going to hear, we're going to be sitting here talking about getting him for a steel steal. But, you know, once that contract's up, I mean, years. So, yeah, when, yeah, how many years? Um, Because I would say if his contract ends like next year or that. No, no, no. no, They just signed him this. So it's a four year contract. Uh, seven point seven five. That's cheap. Um, what what he's doing for you right now? That is severely underpaid. And I mean, but they, they when this is up, he's still restricted. That takes him right up to the age of uh, unrestricted. So he's they still have his rights after these four years. And you know, with the cap going up, who knows where the cap is going to be in four years from now? Um, Dude, dude is gonna. I mean, he's, he cashed in now. Seven point seven five is no. Yeah, that's not chump change. Um, but 
what he's going to do if he continues to play like this, which I have every reason to believe he will. Um, he's going to be one of the highest paid players in the league in four years. So we'll see. Yeah, if, like you said, if the cap goes up, I think he's making what ten easy. AAV oh, at least. A yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to see guys doing. You know, you know, really, you're going to see guys doing kind of Nathan McKinnon money on the regular. Like McKinnon's going to hold that highest paid player for a year, and then the cap's going to go up, and he's no longer going to be that because number one, you have uh, Austin Matthews who's up. He's going to again if the cap goes where it's supposed to go, he's going to be fourteen, fifteen. I think McDavid's going to feel like that's going to feel like a twelve and a half number. I think McDavid is up soon too. I think he has an opt out as well. But uh, I don't know if he's. I don't, can you? I don't think you can opt out with with these contracts. These are. Uh, let me see. He's got. He's got four more years too, and yeah. then he's unrestricted. Oh. Oh. 2026, 2027, He's an unrestricted free agent. That is going to be like. I'm taking my talents to South Beach offseason. That's going to be such a – I mean, yeah, Robertson, you got Matthews, like you said, coming up. I mean, the, you know, this – I'm glad – I'm glad it, – it's setting up with Robertson and, and all this stuff. It, it's really setting up, like, the the NHL offseason that we missed because of COVID and the cap not going up. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's giving me I'm, – I'm starting to drool. That's how amazing – it, it I it, it feels I'm already thinking, but wow. no, like, but yeah, going back to Robertson and, and the Dallas mm-hmm. Stars, I I think that that w- their style of play is is very simple to to keep up consistently, and I would only expect them to stay at that second spot unless you know Vegas falls off and they slide into that first spot in the West. Uh, looking over the East, um, I want to see what do we got here. Um, Detroit. Detroit comes in at number nine. And do they just not get the love right now just because oh, yeah. they haven't really like proven anything over the course of a season? Uh, it's been how many years since they've been in the playoffs? So, you know, as far as the, the Eastern Conference goes right now, they are seventh overall. They, they're 13, seven and five, 31 points. They're one point behind Pittsburgh and the Islanders. Yeah. So they're 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 a, a regulation win away from being number five in the conference, and our hosts don't seem to like them that much. I don't know. Well, keep keep in mind, Chris. They're also two points behind the Lightning in the division. So I, yeah, that's true too, yeah. I was talking about it on my previous show because the Lightning just played them. This is a team that. As we all know, was pretty bad for a couple of years. Uh, stocked up on the draft picks, drafted a lot of young, good talent, and you're starting to see that talent develop and produce in real time. <laughs> yeah. um, and and not being good for a couple of years taught these guys character. It taught them, you know, how to play the game. And the only thing that's stopping them right now is really just that experience. You know, it's it's. Mm-hmm. This team certainly knows how to play a hockey game the right way. They certainly know how to score. They certainly know how to play defense. They just don't know how to finish off games. Mm. And I think once they figure out that, 
you'll see them to really start to make some noise. I mean, because we've spoken about it before. I mean, we're both big fans of this guy. The key factor, they got the goaltender now. Philly Huso yeah. just put up a 44 save spot against my boys the other night. Wow. And once all that comes together, which let's let's make no mistake, they are not far off from that coming all together. It is going to be pretty jarring to, I think, to some or most hockey fans how good the Detroit Red Wings are going to be. And I think we're going to see it within the next couple of months. Yeah, I don't think they're going anywhere. I think they, yeah. this was they were kind of up there last year. They hung around for a little while, and we were saying the yeah. same thing about them last year. It's like, um, you know, they, they, they got to learn how to win, learn how to compete. I think they did last year. That was the year of doing that. This year they're putting it into action. I don't see them fading at all. And they are right there right now. And I, I think they are headed for the playoffs, if you ask me. Um, so, yeah, I, they're, they're a young, energetic, exciting team, much like Buffalo. Yeah, I was just going to say Buffalo, yeah. they got the, we got them at 13 in the East right now. Um, I watch highlights of Buffalo, and two things stand out to me. One, nobody's in the stands which drives me crazy because you, you finally have a team. Yeah, they're still learning. Like we were just saying with the Red Wings, they're still learning how to play as a team. Play, they're very young. They're still learning how to win. But that's an exciting team. Wow. Yeah. Like their, their goaltending is crushing them right now. Yeah. If they had any semblance of goaltending and give their, their young defenseman another year or two to really flesh into NHL caliber defensemen, this team is on the rise pretty quickly. They got the scoring. Good yeah. Lord. Tage against the machine is like, I mean, what a performance the other day he had. Yeah. You that. have that. And and they, they, are, they are where the Red Wings were a couple years ago, learning how to win in the NHL. People yeah. of Buffalo, go watch this team and support them. They're fun. Yeah. Yeah, I was I, I was just gonna say that, Chris. I mean, what you're seeing from the Red Wings now is gonna be Buffalo in two years. So I think so. You you better you so. better jump on the bandwagon now if you're up in Buffalo. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing that <laughs> sucks for me, Chris, is that they're both mm-hmm. in the Atlantic Division, so I get to face them multiple times a year. But that's uh, what. And, and I mentioned them before, just. Switching gears real quick. I mean, we got to give some love to the Devils now. I mean, I was so skeptical. I've already given love to the Devils. I well, I I got to give love to the Devils. I was so skeptical of this team for the longest time because I've seen this every year: tons of talent, tons of young talent, no goaltending. And you know what? This team is usually you kind of have your goaltenders kind of help your your team. Well, this year at the Devils, it's the other way around. Your team is helping your goaltenders, and it's and it's it's working, and it's it's scary because for me, a kid growing up in New York City in the early two thousands, it's bringing up flashbacks of those those Devils teams that won Stanley Cups, mm-hmm. and and the fact that you have that and the Bruins together. I mean, if you're if you're not a fan of either of those teams, you're you're living in a nightmare right now. Um, but other than that, I. Do we have any issues other than the Red Wings where they are right now? I, I think you know what I think we could switch Detroit and Florida, uh, eight and nine, and I and I think we'll be fine yeah. with that. Yeah, I'm not saying we we got to put the Red Wings like in in the top five of the of the conference, but um, should they be ahead of of Florida? Without a doubt. Yeah. 
without a doubt, if you ask me. But if you're looking at like, just look at the top four of each conference, right? So in the East, you got the Bruins, the Devils, Toronto is three, Carolina is four. And then look at the West. You got Vegas, Dallas, Winnipeg, and the Kraken. Yeah. Like three teams that were not in the playoffs. You know, like so. And if you look at the playoffs right now, at you know the wild or the with a wild card, if they were to to start today, in the East you would have it. You'd have the for, for the Atlantic. You'd have the Bruins, the Maple Leafs, the Red Wings are number three. In the Metropolitan, you'd have the Devils, the Hurricanes, and the Penguins. And your wild cards are the Islanders and the Lightning. No Rangers, no Caps. Uh, that's really it from last year. And then in the West, your Central looks like Winnipeg, Dallas, and Minnesota. And your Pacific is Vegas, Seattle, and L.A. And your wild cards right now are Edmonton, Calgary. No Avalanche. Uh, no Blues. Predators, no Canucks, who were on a roll at the end of last year. Canucks, but they're playing a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, and this is the beauty of hockey, man. <clears throat> It, it's not the same year in and year out of the same teams going to the playoffs like some of these other sports. Yeah. The parity in the league is fantastic year in and year out. Yeah, absolutely. And and just to bring up a, a point or a question that you actually posed a couple of weeks ago that, mm-hmm. you know, now that and you actually told me to ask you a little bit later on uh, at that point in time, check in with you. Okay. Is it time to pull the plug on St. Louis? I mean, they, it looked like they were starting to come back, come along a little bit there. And, it and did. now, now it, it starts did. to look like we're starting to have a little bit of a landslide once again. I mean, um, I'm already hearing rumors about they're, they're trying to see where they could could deal O'Reilly now. And, and, you know, once you start talking about trading your captain, that's not a good sign. No. And, and it's, you know, they're in a position, it's like, okay, they need to make a choice. They need to make a decision what they're going to do for the year. Are they going to make a run for it or are they going to pack it in and say, let's get rid of some guys and, and we're, we're on that cusp. So, you know, even if we do make it into the playoffs, are we really going to go on a long run? Could we do that? And if you, there's not a team that you want to say that to, it's the blues because they've proven that they can do that going yeah. from, you know, from January where they were last in the league to winning the entire thing. But that doesn't happen all the time. So they, they're, they're going to have to make a decision pretty soon on what they want to do for the rest of the year because right now it's just ups and downs. Jordan Bennington can't keep his head out of his butt and just keeps doing just insane things. That's a liability. I'm sorry. You 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 have a goalie that is that is just off the rails, and that can happen at any moment on any play. That's a problem. That's yeah. a big problem. And and I'm not saying trade the guy. But sit him down and be – and, they, they, you know, he's uh, – said it in a press conference. We just need him to, to tend the goal and, and not worry about his other stuff. So they're finally starting to say something that the rest of the hockey world has been saying about him for years. Yeah. Maybe St. Louis is finally starting to come around on it outwardly. So maybe that changes things. And if he can just focus on playing goal, uh, maybe he helps them. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the Blues do. Because they are. They're that team that's – they have all the talent in the world. This year it's not panning out. Do they just say, hey, it's a fluke year, let's make some changes in the offseason? Or do they make those changes in season and say, hey, we're just going to throw in the towel for this year? That's why you know the trade deadline in March is they're going to be an interesting team to watch to see where they're at then. They're not going to do it now. 
Yeah. They're going to see where they are for the next couple of months, let January, February pan out. And then you have a better idea of where you sit clearly in March. But uh, definitely going to be an interesting team to watch. Yeah, yeah 100%. And, and like you said, they, they need to make a decision. And and the deficit in terms of points, how far they're out, it's not too far. I mean, they're, they're two behind yeah. Nashville. They're three behind Colorado. And you, you hit the nail right on the head. The issue is goaltending. Their goal differential right now is minus 20. Minus 20. And, I didn't even notice that. Wow. And, you know, I, I caught a wow. couple of their games this year, especially one against the one against the Lightning. And the glaring problem there throughout the game was the goaltending. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything else with that team, in my opinion, I mean, you watch them way more than I do. But from what I've seen, I mean, there's no big issues on the defensive side of things or offensive side. It's what is happening in the crease is that is actively hurting this team and hurting their chances from from kind of having an opportunistic chance to to get themselves in but in a potential playoff spot because your 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 Colorado team they two of their biggest players are down for a prolonged period of time. This is now the time to not only get within striking distance but if you can pad some sort of lead in you and the team behind you and they they're just not taking advantage of it. No, definitely not. Definitely not. So, yeah, we got them at number 12 in the West right now. So, um, yeah, man, I don't, I, it seems like pretty good with the exception of the the Wings. Um, I have a little bit of exception with the Stars. I'm not saying they should be, you know, that much lower, but I don't think they should be number two right now. I'm just really high on, on Winnipeg. I think yeah. I've seen Winnipeg play a handful of times. They're a really, really good team. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, we'll see what we do next week. I'm not sure if we're going to keep this uh style up or go back to one through 32 or do something completely different i have have no idea we're at the whim of what lockdown nhl wants to do we're just the messengers here yeah so um but yeah so there you go there's uh some of the teams that we didn't get to all of them obviously but some of those teams uh within these power rankings and we will do it again next week anything else you got for today danker before we wrap uh can we rank columbus Lower than than uh, sixteen? Is that possible? Should they have their own bracket? Can can we have like a a, a relegation bracket just for Columbus? Do, do you think Johnny Gaudreau is having some like remorse right now or regret right now, or do you feel like he he knew what he was getting into, or did he, do you think he knew it was going to be this bad? I didn't think anybody th- would think that th- this was going to be this bad. Let's be honest. I, I, I would. I am still dumbfounded by how bad this team is. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, they're young. They, they have some good young talent, but he, I mean, he knew it was going to be rough going for a couple of years. But, but I don't think he thought it was going to be. But Chris, they're also not starting from scratch. It's not like. This isn't Detroit or Buffalo, you know. Right. They, you have Patrick Line, you have yeah. Elvis Merlis, you have Eunice Coprasalo. The players and the names are there. It's just Boone Jenner, one of the best names in hockey. Boone Jenner, love it. <laughs> He's gonna have his own award one day. I, I bet, yeah. <laughs> Boone Jenner award. And and the, I, I, he just sounds like a rock star. He, like the the the, the uh, trophy's just gonna be a guitar. Oh, that'd be a great band. Boone Jenner and the Jackets. A lot of copy right there. (laughs) 
All right, everybody, uh, that's going to wrap it up for today. So if you're watching over on YouTube, we'll go full screen with the power rankings so you can get a good look at them. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in to the Thursday episode of Locked On NHL and making it your first listen of the day. For Mr. Mixtape, Adam Denker from Locked On Lightning. I am Chris Maselli from Locked On Avalanche. And thank you for listening to the Locked On NHL Thursday edition podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Go, Abs, go!